Content is the killer app for any business. And today I'm going to be discussing why you should be creating it as of today. So as you well know, content is super important, more so now than ever before, because with the advent of the internet, we broke free from the idea of a small group of people telling us what content we could consume. What do I mean by that? Well, if you go back to like the 90s, the early 90s, late 80s, you didn't have cell phones, you didn't have internet. So the movies that you watched were the movies that Hollywood polled that would be good sellers, right? So they went out and they tested it with marketing groups, they had people sit in a room and watch a movie and see more or less. And I'm sure they still make movies that way. But for the most part, based on what a small group of people um, determined they liked, then Hollywood would go out and make movies based on that, right? Same thing with books. If you wanted to publish a book, there were but so many companies that would publish for you. And it was very hard to get into book publishing, right? It was very hard to get your book published. Um, And if you did get it published from a small company, it was very hard for your book to become a bestseller. All of these things change with the internet. Like, I don't have to give you a class on how much the internet has revolutionized our world. What I'm trying to say is that nowadays, content is more important than ever before because it has been democratized. In other words, it has been passed on for all of us to participate, right? When YouTube came along, it lowered the standard of what people expect a movie to look like what people expect a TV show to look like, right? If you look at TV shows from the time that YouTube was just starting back in 2005, and you look at the shows that are popular on YouTube today, they're completely different, right? TV shows are very stiff. They have these laugh tracks for the audience and things like this. But your average YouTuber, like the camera is all over the place. Unless you're watching someone who's sitting in a room and has their camera on a tripod. If you're watching someone who's out and about talking about something they're doing in their life, The camera work is usually crazy, but we don't care about that anymore. But if they had shot a TV show like that, right, then we would complain. We'd say this TV show isn't well made. And so in that same regard, the Internet changed our perceptions of what is quality content. So, for instance, I was just reading a statistic yesterday that said that this guy, Steven Crowder, who is like a, uh, a commentary person on politics and things like this, that his live stream on YouTube during the elections of 2020 had more viewers than any of the major media outlets, like any of the major news channels, right? That's crazy. One individual with his small team of employees or partners, whatever they are, had more people watching them than, say, a CNN or a Fox News or something, right? These people are professionals. They go to get degrees in journalism and they have producers who got degrees in that stuff and directors and all sorts of set design and all this craziness. And this guy sitting in a room with a bunch of friends talking about politics and the election had more people watching him, right? Same thing goes for a Joe Rogan. That's to kind of bring home the point of how important content is. How did these guys get these audiences that makes them more important or more popular than established brands from multi-billion dollar corporations. Well, the way they do it is with content. They make content that people are interested in. 
they make it regularly, and they make it entertaining. And when you can do that for your business, then you will get similar results. Another thing that you have to factor in here is these guys have used the key to success in business, which I'm always telling you is consistency. They're not making a video every once in a while. They're consistently pumping out videos of their podcasts, of their shows, whatever the case may be, adding blogs to their adding blog posts to their blogs consistently. So there's always content to consume from them. And so what ends up happening is, is that the people who like their content get more and more and more, and then it becomes a habit to consume this content. This is what you need to do. I'm not saying that you have to do it on that level. I'm not saying that you have to aspire to be the next Joe Rogan. What I am saying is, is that you need to start planning out how it is you are going to build up your brand, build up your audience, build up your business by using content. And the reason you should is because one, it's not that hard to do, despite what most people would think. Creating content is pretty easy. You have a supercomputer in your hand at all times, right? All you have to do is go to the voice recorder and record it. All you have to do is turn on the camera and record yourself. The idea that, oh, I can't be in front of a camera. If you're an adult, you need to get over that. I mean, for many years, I've told people, hey, you know, here's a way that you don't have to be on camera. Here's another way you can get around being on camera kind of thing. But the fact of the matter is you need to get over yourself and you need to get on camera. Okay, that's just facts. In this day and age, you really can't get around that much. You know, you can put like a a solid, you know, headshot and throw that onto a background and leave that there. That works. But the real connection comes is when people can see your face. You have friends, you have family. When you sit at the table, you start talking, they get quiet and they listen. Why is that? Because there's a face in front of them that's talking, that they're interested in hearing what it has to say. That's you. And so you can do the same thing with video. You just start talking. And your first 50 videos are going to suck. They're going to be terrible, right? I expect that these podcasts that I'm making right now probably won't be heard for a number of years. But once I've already built up my audience, people will start to go back. And then that's when they'll hear this episode, right? And they'll go, wow, look at how he started. And I'm fine with that. Because by the time people are going back to look at my old library of content, you know, laugh about how bad it was, I'll already be polished. I'll already be experienced. I'll already be much smoother and much more coherent in the way that I express myself because I'll now have experience. That applies to us all. I've been telling people they need a podcast since before podcasts were popular. And in that time, I made a couple of attempts to create the podcast. But in the end... It was more my focus to help my clients, and so I didn't give the consistency that was required, see? But now this time around, I've said, well, despite whatever else is going on, I'm going to consistently create content on a daily basis. I'll probably cut out the weekend, give myself time with the family, but Monday through Friday, I am creating content. Why? Because I'm going to develop the habit of creating content. If you look at Gary Vee, he puts out content every single day. And you look at all the content he puts out on all the different platforms. And yes, he has a huge team helping him. But the fact of the matter is, the man turns on the camera at all times and talks and shares his ideas. 
And what has he gotten as a result of it? He's built up his business into a hundreds of millions of dollar brand. And he still loves to trade baseball cards, basketball cards, whatever the case may be, and go to garage sales and things like that. Like, I, I love the humility of it all. He's just doing what he does. And so there is an audience of people who want to see him being him and him sharing his thoughts and ideas and being inspirational. And so I have, you know, great admiration for what he has done. And his ability to go out and share that with the world is part of the reason why I'm sharing this today, because I just kept seeing it again and again and again. And I'm like, you know what? I've been helping people do theirs. I've been inspiring people to do theirs. I've been pushing clients to do theirs, but I haven't been doing my share. I haven't been doing my part. Where is my legacy? Where is my buildup of content that in 10 years, people are going to still be finding me for something that I created in 2020? And they're going to become clients or they're going to become customers, whatever the case may be. They're going to purchase something from me. They're going to interact with me, right? They're going to be enriched in their own lives from something that I shared along the way that they found because I created this content. But if I keep it to myself, it's like I'm stealing from the world. It's like I'm given this knowledge and this experience and I choose to keep it to myself. So I'm, I'm now hoarding the benefit that could give someone else benefit. I'm, I'm taking it all in, but I'm not deciding to share it with the world. And I think that's wrong. It took me a while to understand that, but now I clearly understand it. Like if you have knowledge and wisdom and ability, it's not just yours. It's yours to share with the world because if we each share it with each other, we all grow. So that's, you know, why I think content is a killer app. It's, it's absolutely important. It gives you long-term exposure, right? It builds audiences. It builds relationships. The other side of it is it's super easy to monetize. Once you've built up an audience based around whatever it is that you talk about, whatever it is that you write blog posts about, whatever it is that you make videos about, you can easily transition that into monetization. You can add sponsors to your content. You can add affiliate marketing products to your content. You can sell courses. You can sell books, right? You can sell more content. You can sell time with you in coaching. You can do any number of things, multiple ways in which you can use that content to take care of you and your family and your friends and tons of other people because of all the income it can bring you. You see, you can put out a newsletter. You can do workshops and live events. The list goes on and on. You, it's just about any way that you can imagine to make money. You can sell merch. Any way that you can imagine to make money can be done once you already have a foundation of content. And so it's vitally important for your business and for yourself to create this content, to put it out there in the world. And then if that's what interests you, to monetize it. There's this whole concept of you know 1,000 true fans. And if you have 1,000 true fans, you'll never go hungry. Because basically all you need to do is get each of those 1,000 true fans to give you 100 bucks per year. That's literally like a newsletter of $8 a month. And that goes without, you know, the types of things that we have today, like super chats on YouTube and, and all these different ways that people just throw you money, basically. So monetizing is, is crazy. It, it's just crazy how you can monetize your content. 
and how much money you can actually make by just being consistent in creating things that people find educational, entertaining, you know, interesting in one way or another, something that adds value to their lives, that brings a smile to their face or adds some knowledge to to their brain. It's it's so easy that it's amazing to me that more people are not doing it. You know, there's so many people out there with so much to give and they're just going day to day without doing this because of hangups and excuses or lack of knowledge that they can do this or how to do it, right? Technical difficulties. Um, but it should be something that's taught in schools, man. You know, it's super important. It's vital in this day and age. And I think that it's not going away. Ultimately, for someone who has a business and coming from the perspective of a business, this is something that I've been telling my business clients for about 10 years. When you create content, especially content that's based around your area of expertise, it establishes you as an authority in your marketplace, in your industry, and it sets you apart from your competition. Let's suppose that you're a roofing company and there's five other roofing companies in your locale, right? In your region, in your area. Four out of five of these companies aren't making any real content, or if they are, they're doing it, you know, lackluster, haphazardly, sporadically, low quality, and you decide, hey, I have a smaller company. It's just me and a small crew. We don't really have a lot of clients, but what I'm going to start doing is I'm going to start filming all of our jobs. I'm going to start explaining what it is that we do on our jobs. I'm going to show how we do high quality work and what it is that we do, when we do it, how we do it. I'm going to share ideas. I'm going to show people how to prevent their roofs from getting damaged. Um, things like that, right? To where you start educating the customer. And you can do it. There's a guy out there that I follow on YouTube. He's called Barricade Garage. And shout out to him. And he's a mechanic. And he started his YouTube channel showing people how to do things, you know, about mechanics. He started his channel just showing people how to fix things on their cars and stuff like that. But then he decided to add comedy and some political satire to his channel and it blew up. He's got like 150,000 subscribers, right? So he created a, an entirely new business for himself by just sharing his thoughts around the video channel that he created for his business. And so if you have that, you can do that too. In other words, if you're sharing what you know about your business and you just so happen to have a special talent or ability, maybe it's singing, maybe it's telling jokes, whatever the case may be, you have lots of insight on something specific in the world, you can do that. It will set you apart. It's going to make you memorable. And so now if you're memorable, if people know your name, if people have mentioned you to their friends, when it's time to go get their roof fixed, who are they going to look for? They're going to look for the guy that they remember who, oh, yeah, he's a roofer and he's got a really good personality. He's always smiling. He talks about this or that. He tells jokes. He does backflips, whatever the case may be. You captured their attention. You have now filled the little box in their head for roofing companies because we all have these little boxes in our head. When we think of soda, we think Coca-Cola, right? When we think of laundry detergent, we think Tide. So you want to fill that box in people's heads in regards to whatever the services that you provide, you see? So if you're a real estate agent, when people are thinking about real estate agents, you want them to automatically think about you. And so you have to create content that makes people 
remember you whenever they think about real estate agents. Okay, that's the power of content. So I think I've beat this horse long enough. Creating content is the killer app for your business. It will make everything better. It will increase the value of your brand, right? And it will give you long-term profits if you do it consistently. So I hope that was helpful. Let me know what you think. I definitely want to hear back from you. And I will talk to you soon. Have a blessed day.